Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, chopping the apple of humour and throwing that into the fruit salad. <laughs> that's a gamble. My name is James A. Gaster. We own a dream restaurant and every week we invite a guest in and ask them their favourite ever starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week our guest is... Carol Vorderman. We are well and truly in Nash Treasure. Territory, James. And Carol is the first national treasure we've had on the podcast. We could open up that treasure chest, count all the money, and tell us exactly how much is in there yeah. to the to the um, pound. To it's the not penny, money in there, though, the is penny. it? It's other people. Oh, is it a treasure chest full of, full of all the people? Well, national, national treasures. Yeah. What but, do you think? Well, I was what think- do you think the national treasure chest is? Full of treasure. And that's what represents well, where- them. It's more of a... Oh, right. of a, it just- but then as soon as the treasure chest opens, Carol's going to turn into a coin. Is that how it works? They yeah. turn into a corner, they're in the chest yeah. forever. Wow. That's nice. Yeah, I guess. I it's nice. Yeah. That must be comforting. Yeah. Carol, of course, everyone knows Carol Vorderman. I grew up watching Carol on Countdown. Me too. Um, then uh, we got to see our friend Joel Domit, the comedian, go into the jungle with Carol. Yes. And uh, these days, uh, not only does she have a fantastic podcast, but also is bringing out a new book, Carol Vorderman's Perfect Ten. Yes, uh, this is uh, based on her uh, podcast. It's sort of 10 quiz questions a day, yeah. uh, the podcast. And that's what the, the book is sort of a little bit like that. I mean, there's some interesting questions in there. Maybe, you never know, James, when Carol's in the dream restaurant, maybe she'll quiz us on some stuff. I really hope so. I love being quizzed. I love little brain busters. You do love little brain busters. I love it's on television. Buster. And then you uh, have a meltdown just before you're about to film it. I don't know what you're referring to. Well, I can find the I can find the texts from when you were in the mastermind dressing room if you want. Oh yeah, they they, they put the pressure on you. They don't. Very excited to have Carol on, but we, if Carol does pick a secret ingredient, an ingredient which we have deemed to be unacceptable, we will be forced to kick her out of the dream restaurant. And I hope that doesn't happen, Ed. No, me too. And the secret ingredient this week is Alphabetti spaghetti. Alphabetti spaghetti, of course, a cheeky little nod and a wink to Carol's life as uh, the countdown letters and numbers lady. Yes, so you know, I mean, maybe if Carol ate alphabetti spaghetti, she would, you know, see it as one massive anagram on her plate and yes. be forced yes. to rearrange them into words and sentences. Yes, and make sense of her meal. Also, it's disgusting alphabetti spaghetti. Doesn't taste good. Too slippery. Too yeah, slippery and slimy. Doesn't taste better than I'd rather have spaghetti hoops. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I wouldn't want to have the uh, little, yeah, the little stubby little mini spaghetti strands that come in the sauce. I don't like those. The hoops, no. are, the hoops reign supreme for me. Hoops and sausages for me. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Maybe a sausage that's wearing a hoop like a belt. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sexy sausage. A little sexy sausage. <laughs> <laughs> this is the off-menu menu of Carol Vorderman. Welcome, Carol, to the Dream Restaurant. Oh, thank you. I'm very excited. 
Welcome, Carol Vorderman, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of saliva in my mouth when mm. I did that one. And yeah, I really did, had really. to hold it all in. It was yeah. very difficult. Yeah, the traditional genie would explode out of the lamp and there'd be like steam and stuff. But... I know. I was expecting quite a lot of dry ice. Yeah. Mm. A la stars in their eyes. Yes. Yeah. I was expecting that amount. So you... quite disappointed, really. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's what I wasn't it. expecting Spit. a mouthful of saliva. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I think you can yeah. see it on my face. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been on Stars on your own? Do you ever do the slurp I version? I did. I was the very first person on it. Wow. Yes. That's I was an appalling share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, really bad. And it was back in, I remember it because somebody shit was laughing at it the other day again. Yeah. And uh, 1998 it was. And the, the boss of ITV was a guy called David Liderman, who was a genius boss. And he came up with this idea, and it was the first ever celebrity version of a normal show. Oh, wow. And he said, I've got this idea, Carol, you know, because I used to do a lot of shows for ITV Peak Time Men. And uh, he said, I know you love stars in their eyes. He said, what do you reckon? I went, oh, that's Genius, he said. Yeah, get like famous people to do it. I went, absolutely genius. He said, and you're one of them. What? <laughs> what? If you'd, kn- if you'd known that he was planning on asking that, you would have got. I don't think it's a good no, idea. No, no, actually, terrible idea, David. Yeah, yeah. And they persuaded me to do share, and it was really weird. So it was Matthew Kelly, obviously tonight. Matthew, I'm going to yeah. be. And then when we were recording, and I had literally never sung through a microphone in my life. I mean, you. A bit of a party animal, so you'd uh-huh. always find me on a, on a table somewhere <laughs> singing. But it's all right when you're drunk, isn't it? Because uh, yeah. you yeah. just hear you as, sure. uh, you know, I was a cross between Blooming Cher and Celine, Celine Dion and all the rest. I was amazing, yeah. except I wasn't. And then when you got this microphone in, they did all the dry ice. And they go, tonight, Matthew. And then everybody does their tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be. And then you all go into makeup and they spend hours in makeup to right. trans- yeah. transform everyone. Then you come back in and you do your performances. So I was on first and then all this dry ice, you know. Yeah. Well, I couldn't see a thing and I'd chosen the Sheep Shoop song. And you, there's no <laughs> musical intro. You know, normally it's like, hey, and everyone goes mad and then you walk down the steps to like four <laughs> bars of music and yeah. then you stand at the <laughs> microphone. No, I came through, everyone went, ah! Because I've been like little Carol Vorderman on Countdown, you know. Yeah. Here she was, like this incredible tart in leather. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone screamed. I couldn't hear a thing. And then I thought, oh, there's the music. I better start. Mm-hmm. Whereas by that point, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, does he <laughs> do it again? Did it twice, and I was literally the tears were oh, involuntarily no. falling down my cheeks, and I thought, I can't. <laughs> I said, I can't hear the music. And you know how in like entertainment, everyone's like really cynical, aren't they? They go, yeah. don't worry, love, we've got the shot of you yeah. coming through the ice. We've got the shot. Just stand on the top of the steps, start, you know, and all of that. So, it, yeah. so they let you pick it up. So that's, that's not the version that went out. It is, is you the, crying yes, and so they, they can't hear the they music. They matched it, obviously, with the walkthrough. Yeah. But it's not, Cut it's, to an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. The audience like, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, okay, come on, let's get through this. And then Matthew said to me, texted me, on the night of transmission because it went out months later. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I literally felt sick. I thought, my career, that's it. It's over. And my cousin Pam was downstairs because she sort of half lived with us and um, watching it with my mum who lived with us when I was married. And um, she shouted up. She went... 
Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry, Carol. Don't worry, love. It's a good job you can count. This was after it was a thing. That was, that was Pam. And then Matthew texted me and he said, I think we might have a bit of an audience. I've just been supermarket shopping in Urmston, which is where he's from in Manchester. He said, there's no one around, which was the sign. I think oh, it got like 17, 18 million viewers or something. I mean, wow. it was like, you know, the, the equivalent of the coronation. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Sure, it was yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Oh, I died. I, I did. Sorry, it was a long story, but I absolutely died for months. I love that. Because obviously, this is all so pre social media yeah. that the way you could tell yeah. that lots of people were watching something is if the supermarket was empty. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Go shopping yeah. in Ermstead. Literally, because you had to watch it, didn't you? You had to watch yeah. it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I still can't sing. But anyway, there we well. go. We we're, we're not going to ask you to sing today. Oh, good. Um, we are... Could you do another genie thing though? Now imagine that you're yes. at the top yeah. of the steps yeah. and you've got the dry ice. Yeah, we're going to just do it. You're a allowed bit to re better? do a retake tonight, Carol. I'm going to be a genie. <laughs> Welcome, Carol Vorderman, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. Better. That was pretty good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, better. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the Matthew Kelly vibe. Yeah, let, let yeah, me pick yeah. it up. Plug, yeah. that, plug that into the earlier one, but it <laughs> made me look cool. Anyway, it's a delight to be here. Really happy to talk to you about food today. Find out yeah. what your uh, your special... Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing, Benito? Ben laughed at me because I never say really really happy to talk to you about food today. I've never said that yeah, to Yeah, but it sounds like a catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Re it really is. Really I've happy never to talk said to you about it. food today. Never said it. <laughs> it's like he's talking to his auntie, you see. That's like, yeah. It's like, oh, I've got, I've got like my Auntie Carol in and I better be like polite. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to be very polite. We'll be polite boys. Yeah. No, don't yeah, be, be polite. Extra polite today. No, don't be extra polite. Well, you know our friend Joel Domit, you're in the jungle with him. Yeah, yeah he <laughs> says you're not polite at all. No, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you... I like, well, it's a northern thing, isn't it? The party animal, like you said. It's like just insult me and I'm at, at ease. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was he like in the jungle, Joel? <laughs> it's funny. They were all funny. We had a lovely time there. Yeah. Though. It was you, a... Yours was the series where everyone got on. Yeah. I, I properly got on. There were a lot of bromances going on. Yeah. It was Jordan Banjo and, and Adam Thomas and Wayne Bridge and Joel and Larry. And they, they, just, they just got on. Mm -hmm. And then the girls got on and it was... I don't know. It was just a lovely time, really. really yeah. Was, yeah. And obviously, Joel did really well after. Yeah. 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 yeah and, uh, it was wonderful. Did you have to eat anything gross in the jungle? Yes. Did I did the eating challenge with Scarlett. I was about to say Scarlett O'Hara. You wouldn't even know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Dom the uh, Scarlett Dom the Moffat. And um, well done. Yes. Um, <laughs> Frankly, well frankly, Carol. <laughs> and, and Carol. So yeah, with Scarlet and it you don't know what you know when you're there and it's when somebody's eating a kangaroo's testicle, mm. yes. for instance. Yeah. What do you do when you're sitting next to them? <sighs> so I was just going, chew, chew, <laughs> chew. What? As if she'd head, thinking, that bit. Why yeah. am I saying this? And then Scarlet just went. Will you shut up? She went, shut up. I thought, yeah, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, just shut up. Really. So you didn't have to eat the kangaroo testicle? No, I did because it alternated, oh, you, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd come Two with testicles. this big, yeah. you know, uh, thing with like the silver, what do they call it? Closh. Closh, thank you. And and that would come and then they'd describe what it was. And they normally like reeked of stuff. Yeah. And, and it was the chewiness of everything. Yeah. So you couldn't textures. just go, yeah, I was better when we had the Hunger Games or Hungry Games. Yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Um, Held it in. 
Imploded. And uh, sneezing saliva with this. I know. I don't know what the hell's happening with me, Carol. This is embarrassing. And so, and then we were in the Hunger Games, and I'm very good in, like, if I'm on a team. Yeah. I'm not so good when I'm, like, as an individual being competitive, but when I'm part of a team, you really want to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I am so competitive. (laughs) It was Hungry Games, so you can imagine, you know, team against team. And then they had mushed up, like blended all this horrible stuff. I was all right with that because you didn't have to chew it. Yeah. It was the chewy It's the texture bit. more than anything, yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, what, what was, was that, fine. like hundreds of kangaroo bollocks? All, oh, all, all and all one. that sort of shit, yeah, and ostrich, whatever they do, ostrich yeah. anus or, you know, I mean, it was like blended, but blended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was blended. I have fish an ostrich eyes, anus blended was... fish eyes or something, whereas no. like eating a fish eye. Huh? Ostriches like, have an anus. Cloaca or something. It'd be a cloaca, wouldn't it, the ostrich? Would it yeah. be? Well, yeah, because they're like they're birds, right? But I don't know whether it would well, have an so anus or not. So they claim. <laughs> You're not sure if an ostrich is a bird well, or not. You met an ostrich. I'm yeah. sure I have actually. And it doesn't fly. No, that's true. No. Yeah, it's a bloke. <laughs> in an outfit. <laughs> yeah, it's a bloke in an outfit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bernie Clifton. They're big things, though, aren't they? They're massive. Whoa. Oh, yeah, Rod, Rod Hull's an emu, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rod Hull's yeah, emu. It's a smaller version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love those. Have you seen them when people go on stag do's and stuff, particularly at like rugby things, where they have the outfits where they are like the ostrich, so that they are Rod Hull, and then their legs go into the ostrich. Ostrich legs, yeah. Le- or emu legs, yeah. yeah. And then it sticks out, yeah. this sort yeah, of yeah. rider or whatever. I oh, know it's not Rod Hull. It was the other Bernie comedian. Clifton. Clifton. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> I want one of those, actually. Yeah, I think they're such a, like, I've seen them so many times, but every time they do make me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. just do, really don't they? And it does play that optical illusion every single time. Yeah. yeah. Works. It really does. It's it good works. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. I think you should get one. <laughs> who's, who's, who's the one who's got Orville? Uh, Keith Harris. That Keith was Harris. Keith Harris, yeah. What if you were in the jungle and they lifted up the cloche and it was just Orville's face and they killed it? Orville well, it depended, what we, it depended what the prize was. Yeah. yeah. Really. You would happily eat Orville if it was for something delicious. Well, you might have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the team. For the team. Take one for the the team. team. Yeah. (laughs) And we're very excited because your perfect 10 quiz book is coming out. Yes. Um, September 14th. September 14th. 400 questions in this quiz book. People can do like 10 a day. It's called Perfect 10 and it started as a podcast in January. It's done really, really well. And so I wanted, I didn't want it to just be general knowledge and all of that. So we've got like a riddle a day. There's a memory round where we will play you something on the podcast now yeah. and then just ask you a question about what you've just heard. There's a, a hearsay round, so say what you hear and all of this kind of stuff. And some of the sort of, we call it the three Fs, they're like little fun questions. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to have studied the Tudors and Stuarts at mm-hmm. school or Shakespeare yeah. or something boring like that yeah. to uh, to get the answers. And it really has taken off. So it's 10 questions, 10 answers, all done in 10 minutes. Yeah. on the podcast, which is about long enough, isn't it, yeah. for commuting? And everyone goes, oh, I've only got seven. And if you get ten, it's like, oh, hello, it's <laughs> driving down the street today. <laughs> and this is the book version. So it's all very new, and we've done uh, see and say, or say say what you see in this. But oh, yeah. it's funny as well, you know, and then little bits of information. So it's good, and it's a good laugh, and you can write your answers. And it keeps your brain active every and day. And it keeps if you've your got brain the... active. Do you want to test us on any of them? Do you want to throw any... Yeah? I done prepped that bit. Okay. So, oh, right, so we have a thing called two in, two out. So oh. um, so I give you a word, 
I spell it out. You can take two letters out. Yeah. They will remain in the same position. Yeah. yeah. And put two letters back in okay. to make what I'm going to go. Yeah. Okay. So, got a picture which, of the word in your head. Uh, which two letters can you change in the word tickets, T I C K E T S, to get a famous Victorian author? Dickens. Take the T's, basically. Yeah. And put D and N. Correct. Yeah, that's good. You see? Actually. Good man, one point to you. I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to think of any Victorian authors. And then by the time... Well, I can only think of one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. I just thought of the only one that I know. Yeah, the main one. (laughs) Exactly. So that's kind of, you know... That's fun. I'm livid now. See, I feel great now for the rest of the day and Ed feels awful. I feel really bad now, Carol. (laughs) Do you? Can you do do another one? one? Yeah. You're not too good on the words then. No, I'm I'm quite good on the words, normally. Didn't seem to be that time. Yeah, good on languages. Dickens. Are you good on languages? Well, I like the words ones, but we can do another. We can do a language. Okay, we can do another language one. We can do a language one. You um, say you like the words ones, but yeah, actually, speak louder than the words. Well, I've won, I've won loads of TV quiz shows. So. And now I'm trying, trying to find you an easy one. Ed. I'm Wikisling. Okay, this is a nice one. This is because it's um, Carol lateral thinking. We call this. One. Okay. So this is a bit of number work. Oh, no. What will come next in this sequence? Oh no! Oh no! Jesus. This is a disaster. No, it's not. Okay. 10, 20, 40, 80. Yeah? Yeah. 160, okay, yeah. 320. Yeah. Do you know what's happening there? 640. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Okay. There you go, you see. That's good. Thank so you. So some that. of them are yeah, not. But, yeah, you, you, gave me, you gave me an absolute underarm there, Carol. Thank I you did. very much. Yeah, yeah. It's and, fine. And, <laughs> and you had to use the phrase, do you see what's happening there, to, <laughs> to, to help him along. And it did help. It did help. <laughs> now, something's happening there. Do you see what's happening? <laughs> Do you see what's happening there, Edward? <laughs> we always start the dream meal with still a sparkling water. Well, that's an easy one for me. So, because we're going out, yeah. it's got to be sparkling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it gives you a little sense of occasion, I would yes. say. And and this is honestly what I always order in the restaurant. So it's, oh, can I have a sparkling water, please? And can I have a jug of fresh lime juice? Lovely. Have you ever had it? No, but it, it sounds... It is, is really, really yeah. refreshing. That is genuinely what I always have. I'm not so keen on water, though. Just It's just a bit bland, isn't it? So you have to have something in it. But the lime juice is really, really good. How much lime juice are you adding to a glass? Well, you have a splash. Yeah. So it sort of clouds the water Mm -hmm. and it gives it a little taste. And it's very interesting about how much comes in the jug. Yeah. Some people just give you like a little squirt, really. Yeah. They've only taken half a lime. Yeah. That's no good, is it? What are you done with the other half? And I've ordered a big bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of sparkling water. That's no good. And then others come back with it's almost like a milk jug full. <laughs> and then they've gone yeah, they've, they've, done gone, that? they've gone and juiced, you know, a thousand limes for Miss Vorderman, you know, and then and it <laughs> yeah. comes in this like litre can. So yeah, it's um That's, I love that you've got a move every time you go into a restaurant is the yeah. sparkling water with a jug of fresh lime. That is genuinely what I ask for. Yeah. Fantastic. And it is and it's lovely. It's really yeah. lovely. It refreshes the palate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I say things like that, you're going to say, she's a real foodie. I'm not. I will disappoint you for the next <laughs> yeah. half an hour, believe me, in my choices. It's as high but end that as it gets. would be, yeah, that would be it. But what I wanted to do yeah. was just discuss yes. because, it, because the time our dream meal starts mm-hmm. will actually determine what it is that I choose. So my favourite meal is a long lunch. Yeah, it's got to start. You know, boring people go. Oh, should we go for lunch? Should we go for lunch, Ed? You go. Yeah, see you at twelve thirty, and I'll be gone by two. 
No. 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 What's the point? No. That's sure. like, well, I'll have a bowl of soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. However, what I want this dream meal to do, because Richard Whiteley and I, my gorgeous Richard Whiters, used to go for long lunches and we held the record when we were in London for quite a few of the longest lunches in various restaurants, including the Woolsey. Yeah. So you'd start about 2.33, minimum of five hours. Wow. Tending towards the 10 hours. You and Whiteley. That's not a lunch anymore then, is it? That, it's a long lunch. You've, ti- you've tipped into dinner as well. Yeah. Well, no, it's a long lunch. It's one meal. So then you like space it out a little bit. You say, well, I'll order the next course in about half an hour, an hour. Come mm. back in half an hour, an hour. And it's amazing because you get to bed at a reasonable time. Yeah. Because if you go out for dinner, you go, oh, what time? Well, let's go out for dinner. And- yeah. Sorry, Jen. Let's go out for dinner, Jen. Invite me if you like. I don't mind. Carol and I are going out for lunch. You go and out for dinner and yeah. go, yeah, oh, yeah. what time should we meet? Oh, we'll have a cocktail at seven. We'll meet at eight. Then if you have six hours, you are wasted mm-hmm. the next day, aren't you? Because yeah, you get yeah. like four hours kip and the long lunch, this is what we're having yeah. today. Well, what, what time would you finish filming Countdown? So that we always did Countdown in Leeds. Uh-huh. So we'd th- film three in the afternoon right. and then we'd have a tea break, dinner break, whatever you call it. We called it a tea break up there. And then you do two in the evening. Wow. Yeah. So there was, no, there was no time for long lunches while you were filming? No. no. So that's why we made, used to make up for it at other yeah. times. Nice. Oh, God, we had a laugh, though. I bet. Yeah, such a laugh. I that's mean, because like... and, and, he was the best company, Richard. Yeah. Well, that's lovely because that doesn't, that, that you're not and guaranteed that... that on jobs, are you, when you turn up on the first no. day and you get on with someone so well? No, you go it out took for lunch us quite with. a few years to get to that point. You did it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what we had back then, and it's not like, oh, back in the day, but. Yorkshire Television, so in the studios, so there were like three big, two big studios and Emmerdale was down the road, you know, and all of this. And there was a Yorkshire telly bar. So you go in the bar and everyone was there. So there was no like grading of Mm -hmm. whether you were on camera or off off camera or whatever. So my my boys, as I called them, props men really, my boys, would be in there. So you, and then Richard and then Jimmy Tarbuck or, you know, people who were doing, I don't know, Alan Bastard, Rick Mayle or uh-huh. whoever was, they used to do a lot of sitcoms that they'd record on a on a Friday night and they'd rehearse on the Thursday. Everyone was in the bar, just everybody, Keith Barron, you know, all these mm-hmm. like great comedy people. And then you'd just be having a laugh yeah. really and sort of discussing the show and drinking whatever you were drinking and, it was all contained mm-hmm. and happy. And then you went back in the next day and everyone had a good night out, but it was just lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a very special time, to be honest, because, of course, all of that, you know, the bar stopped and mm-hmm. all of that. And I, I sort of see why, but also sort of see why not You lose why. some things. You lose some things. Nice yeah. memories for you. Yeah, they're like, lovely, lovely memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went, I, I was in... Um... In, in those like uh, later countdown days, I was in a lot of bands around Northampton. And uh, when Richard passed away, uh, we had a big memorial uh, gig for him. And uh, did you? Yeah, there was a big because a lot of the a lot of the people in the bands were you know unemployed. So uh, <laughs> we, 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 we were very big with the unemployed. And, uh, <laughs> very big with students. And, yeah, big yeah. Students. my friends, the Retro Spankies, released a single that was a tribute no. to, to yeah to the, um, to what Richard. was the name of the band? 
The Retro Spankies. Okay. That's what the band was called. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Love it's that. It's a very good it's song. It's probably an it's anagram or something as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it needs to be. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful, that. Yeah, you can probably still find that single on yeah. Spotify and whatever. But oh, I will, nice. I'll look for that. Oh, yeah. And thank you. Because he oh. was so loved. Yes. Oh, yeah. Genuinely, properly, properly loved. I, and few people are loved that much, you know, because he was yeah. all in it, boots and all. Do you know what I mean? We were like, when we did it, it just was a dream. Like, you know, you you obviously have a very special relationship. Yeah. Um, and you don't always have that, do you? No, no. You know, and you go, oh, I, I did a lovely show the other night with XYZ and that, and that was great. It's a good show, cracking show, but then you have a special thing. Yes, and it is yeah, special, yeah, absolutely, man. yeah. 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 And we, so. we chose to do this together, but yeah. you were, like, thrown together, I guess. Yeah, we were. So yeah, I was 21. Lucky. God, I can't imagine being 21. Unmarried. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few since then, Benita, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it was wonderful. And Richard used to say, because I was married twice, and he'd go, and one of our lines was, and he was married once. And they got divorced about a year later. And he, what he always used to say, because he used to do the local show calendar, yeah. uh, which like local news, yeah. you know, like London Tonight or whatever, on ITV. And he always used to say, yes, and I wore a black tie for a year. And nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs> he was famous for his ties. So yeah. Famous. To him, so, famous. Yeah, and we had, no one you were saying, you know, how big it was with students, yeah. which it was, because it was on at like 4, 4.30 in the afternoon after lectures mm -hmm. and so on. And it was, I mean, it was five million a day who used to watch Countdown. Wow. And different times, they weren't mm -hmm. there, you know, there were only four channels. That was the time that. to go shopping. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> well, I should go, go shopping anyway. All the supermarkets were empty yeah. when Countdown was on. <laughs> well, it would be. Yeah. And everyone's nana had taken like the telephone off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah. don't you dare knock on the door. Don't you dare ring me while <laughs> Countdown's on, you know, all of that. And it was just, it, just, just this joy. And Richard with his ties, so the students came in. In the later years, we would often have an audience of students, the whole audience, particularly in the evenings, who were younger than the show. Uh -huh. You know, we'd been going 22 years or something and they were all like 18. Yeah. And then one night they came in and everybody was in like this, this garish jacket and a bloody awful tie, you know. And, and we go, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? I love your ties. I go, oh, yeah. We've all come as Richard Whiteley tonight because there'd be like just over 100 in the audience. Yeah. And they'd all like from Leeds and Leeds yeah. Met. You know, and go, oh, that's fantastic. And Richard came into the studio and he was so chuffed. And I said, Well, how'd you get the outfits? Oh, we all went to our dads and said, Can you give me your worst jacket and your worst time? And Richard was like, Oh, that's amazing. You know, we just loved it when people made an effort. Yeah. yeah. And there was a great love, that's the thing. It was just like we we're all in the joke together. Oh, you know, yeah, for me. sure. Yeah. And very, very happy time. Yeah, and you were a part, both of you are just a part of people's lives because you're on every day and every like, day the most regular thing that people and it have. Was steady. Yeah. And when something rude came up, that awful one that begins with CU that you see on uh, and ends in PS, that never happened. You oh, really? See that, yeah, you yeah. see that on a meme quite a lot. That yeah, right. never happened. That never That's happened. Someone, someone's fabricated. No, that. we wouldn't yeah. have had that one. But some did come up, and then we'd have to like, keep a straight face. I mean, it was all about keeping a straight face. And then, of course, in the early days, you know, they go, no, cut, cut, cut. You yeah. will have to do it again. Oh, really? Yeah. But then if you'd got a six and you'd got a seven, James, then we had to sort of yeah. do it so that the scoring was a seven. Yeah, of course, because oh, if yeah. I... 
Yeah, yeah if I'd got a six and then James got a rude seven. Mm. Yeah, but it have... was allowed. Yeah. Then we had to re-record it, but give you a different seven to say. Gotcha. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we couldn't have a rude word. Is that in your perfect 10 quiz book? Is the no, C-U-P-S. it isn't. Rude word, rude word <laughs> countdown. That's not in there. No, rude word countdown happened in the bar after. Yeah. <laughs> Problems or bread? Problems or bread, Carol Vorderman? Definitely or not poppadoms, uh-huh. because they are just like congealed dust. As far as I'm concerned, I don't think we've ever had them described as congealed dust before. They are, though, aren't they? That's what everything is in the world, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah. Dust to dust, dust to dust, ashes to ashes. No, not (laughs) no, not poppadoms. Because when I do them, so somebody told me that you should get a pile of poppadoms and punch them. Yeah. Is that right? Shall I be mother? Yeah. Some some people do that. And then they go like bite-sized pieces. Yeah. And then you're meant to get a spoon and load the chutney and everything mm-hmm. on. Well, that's not what I've ever done. No. So I would like break a bit off, yeah. dip it in the chutney, and then it just stays in the chutney. Yeah, bake something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, what's the point of that? So would yeah, you do yeah. that every single that's time right. you had poppadoms? Yeah, because sometimes it's good to carry on doing the same yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And they're going, this doesn't work. I told you this didn't work. Yeah. You basically got to make little crisps out of them. I I find. Yeah, I'm not a. Who's the Poppadom fan here? I love them. I love them, but I would always I always choose bread. In I that would choose bread every time. But James chose Poppadoms once when we, when we've done our menus. Well, no, I think he gave it a shout. Both times we did we did our menus, I chose bread, but they were very specific breads. Whereas mm. actually, broadly, you're a Poppadom. I would man. say. I, I, yeah, what do you idea, have on your Poppadoms then? Everything. I I love lime pickle. <laughs> I like mango chutney. I like the writer. Yeah, and now yeah. I like the writer. Yeah, I yeah. like the onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like onions, I like, as you will find. One. It's good. To, I think it's good to kick off a meal with raw onions just to prove I that it's the end of it. It's the yeah, end of the yeah. Night. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going out after that. A long lunch. <laughs> we kick off a long lunch. With <laughs> long raw lunch. Onions. Raw long onions. lunch. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, so it would always be bread, yeah. but I never buy bread because it hits my stomach. I'm not very good yeah. with bread. And then every now and again, like about every couple of months, I think. I love bread. Yeah. So I buy I buy a loaf. You know, one of these. What does artist artist artisan? Yeah, artisan. artisanal. Yeah, artisan. I, you know, I don't. It's such a poncy word. Though, it is. It? It's such it's a poncy word. It's like homemade fancy. Yeah. It's I just th- fancy in twice the price because of add, the word. Yeah, you can add four quid to it basically. I think. You can't, can't yeah. You? Yeah, and I fall for it every single time, <laughs> even though I know it's a rip off. He's a sucker. But yeah, I'm a complete sucker. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, but yeah, I lo- th- that sort of. Do you insist that it that it has artisan yeah. engraved mm. in yeah. the crust? I doesn't <laughs> understand numbers though. So he doesn't really know how much it is unless you're there going. Don't you? And what's next said in the sequence? Ah, the I, I, I he doesn't know. He doesn't know it's twice as much as the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Contact rather than counting out the money. Yes, absolutely. Cash I love, is not I love good contactless. Thing. Can't count out the money. Also, I don't like. I didn't like cash in shops anyway. When when it used to be the the main thing when yeah. they give you change back. And they put um, the note down and then put the coins on top of the note. Yeah, not that. Hate that. So you got to pick that up. <laughs> yeah, how are you meant to pick that up? Yeah. Put the coins in my hand first and yeah. then give me the note in my other hand. Yeah. Why are you putting it on top of the note? Ah, uh, yeah. Otherwise, I've got to do a magician tablecloth trick to try and keep all the coins uh, in my hand. It is fun, though, or isn't it? The coins <gasps> with the Can note. we do that at our long lunch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the magician's tablecloth trick. Magician's tablecloth trick. I am yeah. crap at it, but I love it. You've tried it. Uh-huh. Yeah, many times. Many yeah. times. But you have to do the whole thing, don't you? You stand <laughs> up. Like, I can do this, and everyone goes, "No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't." And you go, yeah. 
I can do it. I'm promising you I can do it. And, yeah. go, and then you persuade them and yeah. then you're doing it. It's all shit. Yeah. Everywhere, yeah. Is that you and Richard were banned from loads of restaurants Probably. for long lunches because you tried to I do the magician's head? I don't banned right? as such. No? <laughs> Maybe we didn't return. Struggle to get bookings the next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a good trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's always entertaining. And let's be fair, if you're going on a long lunch, you want to leave a memory behind. Yes, or a mess. So at at the end of the lunch, you want to do the magician's tablecloth trick. Carnage, frankly, is underrated. Yes. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I think Benito agrees. Yeah. You know, people try and keep calm about everything now, and it's like, come on, let's get a bit of wild in here. Yeah. Yeah. And the magician's trick, tablecloth trick, is a very good one. Yeah. Although I would recommend removing the glasses beforehand. Mm, but then where's the carnage? Carnage is in the glass. Have you been to a Greek restaurant recently? You know where they Not smash recently. the plates? I'm aware of the, the trope, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I haven't been for a long time. It's just sort of ignited that. In me. I've never seen them get smashed. Haven't you? Even though I've been to Greek restaurants. There should be more plate smashing. In yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah, and not just in Greek restaurants. Not in, in any restaurants, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Wakes yeah. you up. Yeah. Gets you through to the next round. Yeah. And you can enjoy two sets of crockery. Yeah. Well, so they're going to bring out another set of yeah. crockery for you after you smashed up the first yeah. lot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. I think you've got to keep the glasses on the tablecloth. I think once you yeah. start removing stuff, then you're just taking a tablecloth off the table. So I think you've got to have Do you everything. think I do? Yeah. You've got to have all of it on plastic. This is your dream meal, though, so you can smash stuff oh, up. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Actually, if it's your dream meal, yeah. surely you want to be able to do it properly. You want, I think, you want though, to I it. would save it until after the mains, which we're going to have to negotiate. Okay. And before the dessert, which we're also going to have to negotiate. Yeah. There's a lot of negotiations. <laughs> there is such a lot of negotiations <laughs> well, to be We should had. get to your starter then, in that case, if okay. there's two rounds of So it would be bread, and so it would have, like, yellow bread. Welsh butter oh, yeah. with, like, salt crystals on it. Yes, lovely. Yeah. Any particular Welsh butter that you want to shout out? No. No, no, just, Welsh just as long as it's Welsh. Has to be Welsh yeah. yeah, so so I'm from a long line of Welsh tenant farmers. Mm-hmm. My tide, as we would say in North Wales, my grandfather, he was, I grew up in North Wales. So mm-hmm. all like uncles, step family, everybody's farmers. Really. Yeah. First boyfriend was a chicken farmer, Rick the Chick. What? <laughs> Rick the Chick? Rick the Chick. Ricky, his name was, he was a chicken farmer. Yes, yeah. So why, if he was a chicken farmer, why do people call him Rick the Chick? It's Welsh, isn't it? No, Rick the Chick, you have Billy the Milk, you have what you have to understand. But he was a chicken farmer, why is he a chick now? Billy the Milk. Because he's the chicken farmer. But then he should have been... Rick the ch- Rick the chicken farmer. What? No, come but he's on. not a chicken. You can't is he? say that. That makes me think no, chicken short. Chicken well, short for a chicken farmer. That makes Rick, me think oh, he's going to be he's a chicken. Ricky the chicken farmer. Yeah. He's or Rick the chick. Rick and farmer the chicken farmer. <laughs> you want to be called that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Rick and farmer. What Does that just make, he makes me think he's a chick? In Wales, is yeah. that a lot of people have the same surname? Yes. So you have to distinguish, yeah. and a lot of people have the same first name. Yeah. So a very common name would be like David Jones, for instance. Mm, yeah. And so, and a lot of people would be that. It's like even in, uh, you know, in our rugby scrum, we've got Wynne Jones and Alan Wynne Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two entirely separate people. Yes. yes. That's how normal it is. But what do so you, call you them? distinguish. Win the rugby and Alan win the rugby. <laughs> no, you might say the. The ball, yeah. Or you might, you know, you'd give it. So, so it's like my stepfather was, um, who's my dad, who's Italian, he was Italian prison of war, Italian food. We're coming on to that. Uh-huh. And he had uh, Dai Ginge, 
So it was David and they all had this. So Die Ginge would work with my dad and then there would be Die the Spark or as you would prefer to call him, David the Electrician. David the Electrician. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's not that's quite the same. Yeah. Did you have a nickname, Cal? Yeah, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> because that would go viral. Really? <laughs> hey, Prime members. You can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. So your dream starter. Right, this is where we negotiate, right? Because oh, I didn't know you said you were negotiating on the mains and the desserts, and but we're negotiating on the starter as well, are we? So we'll negotiate. Well, here's the thing, right? It's a long lunch. Yes. So I may put this negotiation in now mm. because the main, which we're going I don't like main courses. Okay. Fair enough. So if I were going into a restaurant, I'd have two starters. Yeah. But I might also have a side. Yeah. I think that's fine. Fine. Think that's okay. So you're skipping the main? I would prefer, because we're on the long lunch, so we've had the bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that lasts an hour, doesn't it? Because we've started tanking it a little bit. So <laughs> what 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 are you oh, 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 we'll roll back then. What 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 are you tanking it with? Yeah, we could we normally do the drink later, but if you're tanking it, then yeah. we can talk about well, I'm just sort of a little arrival to drink. You know? A whitely lunch, really, yeah. because they were the happiest ones. Yeah. And so, very lucky that we're getting a white yes. lunch on the podcast. Yes. So he particularly liked white wine. Of course. Whereas not I, called prefer, I probably Redley. prefer a red wine. Yes. So I would probably go for a red wine. But because <laughs> I don't actually drink very much at all. What? Not nowadays, I don't. Not nowadays, no. no I don't. No, not at all. So at home I have like a little sherry glass of it. That's enough. Yeah. But anyway, I'm on my dream lunch, so... So now I'm not worrying about the hangover. Yeah. Now yes. we're just... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah we're not going to give you a hangover. We're no. taking that away. So when you arrive at the restaurant and sit down... Yeah, and now I'm going for the sparkling lunch. water. Sparkling water. Because when I was at... Do you remember the Davis Street Wine Bar? No. No. No, it's in in London, central London, and it was great. It was downstairs. Yeah. And you could be there till like six in the morning. And they always had a live band. And it was owned by a Greek guy called Tony mm-hmm. and George. And one of the waiters who I saw quite a lot, he always used to come and, and Tony would go, oh, Uzo, 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 you see, if you're uh-huh. sitting with him. And I go, oh, God, no, 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 no. And so this particular waiter would come and he'd go, here is your Uzo. And he would go, hey, like that. And he went, and here is a glass of water. Water is your friend for tomorrow. <laughs> so, so now if I have like a glass of wine, I have a glass of water with yes. it as well. So, I, I heard though that with Uzo, water's not your friend the next day because apparently Uzo, this might be one of those myths, mm-hmm. crystallizes in your stomach. Does right? It? So it gets you drunk and then crystallizes in your stomach. And then when you drink water, it basically re dilutes the Uzo crystals and makes you pissed again. Well, maybe that's why it's so popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's the drink that keeps on giving. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Drink that, it again in your tongue. Yeah, I'll have to ask my daughter. She's a scientist. I'll ask her about Oh, no. My whole theory is going to be blown apart. Know it is. <laughs> yeah. From the man who can't accept on. cash in the supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> I don't handle cash. <laughs> yeah, he's royal. He's royal. So I'm having red wine. So I'm having red wine. With the bread. But the nicest red wine I've ever had, now this is a proper name-droppy thing now, was I was in America and I was on a date with my astronaut. Just I'd leave that there. <laughs> 
<laughs> we in for a, for a second, I thought that uh, America was the name drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is going to no. be a name drop. I was in America. They get films before us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was a it was a cracking night, and we had and he we had a Margot, mm. and which is very expensive yeah. red wines. And I remember that. Oh God, it was good. So it's got to be a Margot because things that you like remind you of stuff don't they yeah, you know, totally, yeah. and so yeah and that's when you it, it's like you know if somebody mentions a name of someone you know whether you like them how your face reacts because yeah. you go ah, yeah, yeah like yeah. you talk about richard whiteley it yeah. can be nothing but joy and yeah. stories and then there are other people who go mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean we'll be looking yes, out for that I face later mean. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when we mentioned joel earlier yeah <laughs> <laughs> A lovely bottle, yeah, bottle of Margot. A bottle yeah. of Margot. So we start. We're having that. Now. Lovely. So that's that, that's from you're tanking it. You're tanking it, and now the starters are coming. And now the starters are coming. So Do I you want like the astronaut onions. With you? Yes, he can be there. Astronaut yeah, can yeah, be here. yeah. He could be there. Scallops. I love scallops. Lovely. Now I know you were discussing them, weren't you? The row bit. Yes. The other week. And I would them? eat. I would. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. good. I, well, good I on think you. you have to, really, don't you? Well, you know, if it's there, I'll eat it. But yeah. some places cut cut them off before they cook the scallops, I know. right? I just sort of understand that, but mm-hmm. I like the whole thing, and yeah. I like it, you know, in that very seventies way when it's in the shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. It's nice because then if it, if it's cooked in like garlic butter or something, then exactly a little pool of garlic butter in the bottom of the oh, shell. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, and onions. Yeah, and you want onions there as well. I could have onions with everything. I don't eat enough onions. I should eat more onions. But when I was thinking about this, so like fried or whatever people call it, onions. Fried onions? Shallots? Caramelised onions, that one. Very nice. Yes. The crispy onions? Because they go sugary, don't they? Yeah. Sweet. But the garlic, because I don't really eat enough garlic Mm -hmm. because of the obvious reasons, and butter. So this is my dream meal. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I am the slowest eater in the world. Right. Well, it was 10-hour lunches. Yes. And the only person slower than me is my son, Cameron, um, who lives with me. He's 26 now, Cam. And so he is even slower than me. Uh-huh. But I am the I will always, if we all went out, including you, Benito, I will be the slowest person. But I finish yeah. it. That might take me twice as long as everyone else. Do people comment on it? People get frustrated? A little bit sometimes. sometimes. Tough. Tough luck. Yeah. And the waiter will always come and they go, oh, should I take? No. Like, just because everyone else has finished doesn't mean I have. Hands off. Yeah. So you want the scallops scallops. in in the shell? How many scallops? I would say three. Yeah. Which take me through about another hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and garlicky butter and some oniony things. An hour to eat three scallops. Wow. There's much to discuss. Sure. But that's three mouthfuls, isn't it? That's pop, pop, pop. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe if I put, if the three shells went on top of a serviette on top of the plate, Mm. I could rehearse my magician's trick in miniature. (laughs) (laughs) So this is really, this whole meal is just now building up to this magician's trick, isn't it? A meal is a form of entertainment, is it not? Yes, absolutely. So other people get like, oh, picky about the food. I'm not really picky about food. No. I should say that. Yeah, <laughs> say that at the top of the podcast. So yeah, so I'm not a foodie. Yeah, it's a form of social entertainment. Yeah, you yeah. the social aspect yeah. of a meal more than the food. Oh, every time. Yeah, every single time. Would you or do you go out to dine alone ever? No, not no. unless you know you 
going up to work somewhere yeah. in a hotel, yeah, something like that. But I don't enjoy that. Do you think, would it be as long a meal if you were by yourself in a yeah, restaurant? Yeah, probably only be about three hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can entertain myself quite happily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this, I, I want to know more now about the practice for the for the trip. Well, I've only just thought about that. It's a good idea. It yeah. is. Are you doing it when the scallops are still in the shell or are you just no, going to do it with the shells finished, after? Yeah. And then I go, I've finished now. Yeah. James, I've finished now. Yes. And then I've just got a little thing because I'm building. I've got something to show you, which is magnificent oh, later good. after the main course. And then I'd say, right, watch this. Count to three. One, two, three. Woo! And all the shells remain on the plate or not. Have yeah. they got the garlic butter? <laughs> Have they got the garlic butter in them still? Well, it depends where they remain. Yeah, yeah so it could be yeah. if there's pools of the garlic butter in then that's all yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. I like that you're allowing yourself one of two options of there the shells remain or not. Or not. <laughs> or, or they not. could be on the floor. Or yeah. not. The butter may have flown in different directions. Yeah. But, you know, that's another thing. Like, if you go out for a meal and people sort of worry, don't they? Like, oh, I've got a stain on here. I don't worry about things like that. Mm-hmm. Stains. Back to Richard. So yes. there was one very long lunch. And then we went to Joe Allen's at the end of it, you know, in yeah. Covent Garden underground, which yeah. is oh, the late night. Lovely. Do you, you know where I mean? No, I but that sounds like it's exciting it's like the, underground. The, the theatre post show hangout place, all the actors go Yeah, all the Joe actors Allen's after night, the yeah. theatre go down mm. there and everything. And anyway, we went down there one night after a very long lunch. And who turned up but Bianca Jagger? So she came to sit with <laughs> It's not often we get celebrity <laughs> anecdotes of this quality, Carol. I'll be honest. Also, no. Also, I would say. So, is, so we are now. Like, yeah, we on. are now at magician's trick time, right? Yeah, so, yeah, of so Bianca Jagger comes over and she's sitting down and she is like the most exquisitely beautiful woman you've ever seen. You know, every single thing about Bianca is perfectly formed, yeah. and all her clothes look magnificent, and all of that. Yeah. And there's me like sobbing out. There's Whiteley, and he's got. He's got Egg yolk stained <laughs> down his, t- his tie. Are you sure that wasn't the design of the tie? Yeah, yeah. Could have been. No, <laughs> well, no, could have been. And so Bianca says in her beautiful accent, which I can't do very well, and she said, oh, Richard, do you have this thing? And she said, you should take this tie and change your tie. You know, he said, yeah. no, Bianca, this is part of me now. You know, so <laughs> tie. And the last thing I saw was, so another friend of ours was there, so she said, oh, I'll give Richard a lift back to his hotel because I was staying somewhere else. It's like three in the morning, yeah. Drury Lane, completely empty. Mm. And I'm waving off, co driving a Honda Civic with Bianca Jagger and Richard Whiteley in the back seat. It was just, I, thought, I love things like that. The um, Initially you said long lunches were good because you get to bed at a normal time. Well, I know. You have to go with the moment. You do, you have to you? go with the flow. Yeah, right? You do, yeah. and I don't think people go with the flow enough now. Yeah. Really? No, I, I don't, don't think they do. I think no. people are staying up till three o'clock still. We've had some good long lunches. We've had some good long lunches. Have we you? go with the flow. So then... Main course is going to be another starter, is that right? Yeah. Okay. And how quick? So you finish the scallops after an hour. Yeah. Do you then want the next starter straight away or do you want to relax, drink some more Margot? Again, it depends. Yeah. So if other people want their main course before I have my next starter, Mm -hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they take longer on a main course. Yeah. So I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Just go out and we have a good laugh. So we have our gays and girls lunches, or used to. Yeah. They were long lunches. So that's like Gok, Alan Carr, Paula Grady are 
people about it. And me and Sally Lindsay, I'd go out. They would be like 12 hours. They'd be hilarious. Everyone on that yeah. table can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That's Literally. <laughs> and then when we were moved away from the restaurant, you know, after about five hours, sometimes they actually kicked us out. <laughs> and then we'd go to, you know, wherever. Oh, it just got messy. But very funny. What a great gang. That is amazing. What a brilliant gang. Yeah, it's a lovely gang. So that's why I favour all of that. So we're moving on to my starts. You're having your ma- mains. What would you be having by this time? I'm having treats of broccoli pasta. Are you? Yeah. Every time? Yeah, yeah, every time. I'll probably have like a, a massive steak that's supposed to be for two people. Do you eat a huge steak? I can do that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I cook them at wow. home sometimes. Doesn't it sit in your tummy? Yeah. That's, that's, that's what he likes about it. They drink, they drink some water and he eats it again. Do you have like two stomachs like a cow or does a cow have four? Cow's got four, four, right? Hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. cow's got a little bit. Chew the cud and yeah, then it yeah, tra- yeah. yeah, I just, all the cud goes into the same stomach. Really. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm doing a, doing a barbecue at home, like I buy like massive steaks and then... And, and then, then you sit there, but do you go? Because sometimes, you know, all the blood then rushes to your stomach, doesn't it? And yeah. You go, yeah. You're like, that doesn't work well, does it, on, on podcast when you just do that yeah. vacant look? Yes. Yeah. Well, if I'm at home, that's fine because that's the look I do at home anyway. Is it? So I just went, I just go and sit on the sofa. But if I'm pre- preparing a big steak for me and my wife, she likes steaks. Yeah. But I'll do like two massive steaks on the barbecue, like slice them up, present them on a big serving dish, yeah. which is key because then you can get more than one steak. Ah, because then it's all one big portion and like, she just takes her time like with it. a little quarter and yeah. you have three quarters yeah. of two steaks yeah yeah but she assumes she's got a whole one because <laughs> she's taken she's taken ages on hers he's that his is wife. clever yeah. that is clever. His wife, yeah. this guy. so i am going for the big prawns that they're like butterfly chopped yeah and then they're spread out mm-hmm. like that and onions <laughs> Well, am I allowed two sides if I only have one starter? I reckon if you're not having a main course, you can have two starters and two sides. Yeah. Two starters and two sides. So well, two start, starters in total and two sides. Yeah. yeah so you've got, yeah, you've got the scallops good. and the prawns. And yeah, I'm happy about that because sometimes in a hotel, I don't order a main course. I just order the sides because yeah. mm. I, I prefer the sides. To be yeah. yeah. So my sides are uh-huh. lovely tomatoes. And red onion. <laughs> Lovely tomatoes. Yeah, and and red, red onion. onion. Yeah. You weren't lying about And then the, the onion, other one is a divided one. So it's got mashed potato. Yeah. And my favourite vegetable of all time, onion. which once October comes, I eat every single day. What is that vegetable? Okay. Is this in the book? Is this in the quiz book? <laughs> um, once uh, October comes. I mean, butternut squash? No. Pumpkin. Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. Leeks. Welsh. Getting close. Sprouts. Sprouts, sprouts. Yes. The king and queen and baby yeah. of vegetables. <laughs> the three, the so three genders. I often, <laughs> I will often buy, <laughs> I will buy a bag of sprouts a day. Sorry, Carol, you just hit on the thing that will make us laugh the absolute most. I don't know why that's so funny. Sprouts. No, but king, king, king queen, uh, or baby. <laughs> king, queen and baby. <laughs> Of the of the vegetable world, it's very funny. Like like, like it's a phrase that already exists. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I've not forgotten that they're the baby of the vegetable world. Like, recently, I've been like um, <laughs> the, the director, the film director William Friedkin died. He made The Exorcist and French Connection, 
and uh, I've been watching loads of interviews with him, and he says stuff that sounds like it's a phrase, but no one's ever said it before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and one is that he went off on like, you know, he started off in a familiar place where he's like, he said, he said, fuck them and the horse they rode in on. And then he added, and the ship that brought him here and the dog that walks behind him. And that really made me laugh. I like it. And another time he was asked, so it was like, oh, Al Pacino said he didn't like the changes you made to his character. And, it, and he interrupted them by saying, I don't give a flying fuck into a rolling donut. What, what and, uh, but yeah, so stuff that sounds like a phrase, but it's not really. Yeah. And so they're the king, queen and baby of this. <laughs> of the We're going to use that, yeah. So up my street. How do you like your sprouts prepared? Well, what I normally do at home is I buy them already trimmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they come in a little plastic bag, don't yeah. they? Yeah. So then I pierce the plastic bag. Okay. Put it in the microwave. Three minutes. Yeah, and they're gorgeous. So you don't have all the water interference. Yes. Okay. When you bought, you know, when you steam them, and obviously you can roast them as well, which Mm -hmm. I often do. But if it was for this, I would go with the steamed, microwaved sprouts. Microwave sprouts. Quite simple, yeah. With black pepper, salt. I do like salt. Yeah. No, it's bad for you. No, it's all right. And um, and butter. I'm going heavy on the butter today. Welsh butter on the sprouts as well. Uh, Welsh so butter. how are you doing? Yeah. So you're putting them, in, you're piercing the bag, putting them in the microwave, and then I guess you're taking them out and then salt and pepper and butter Correct. after they've, they've been well, cooked. Obviously, yes, after you're not, the microwave. You're not putting them after on. this this intense cooking escapade. Yes, I really hate cooking. Yeah. I had to do it from the age of ten. I had to do tea, as we call it. Every night, you know, my dad would come in at quarter to six and tea had to be on the table. In the days when we all had sliced bread and butter, you know, yeah. chopped up. And if it was posh, you'd do it like a triangle rather yeah. than a mm-hmm. and But you had to slice it. I was so good at cutting bread and butter. And um, like lace doilies, you know, you could hold it up. Uh-huh. So I cooked all those years. And then as when the kids were older, I just thought, oh, I bloody hate cooking. Yeah. yeah. I really don't like it. Yeah. I did win Star Baker Apron though. Wow. Did you? Yeah, wow. I can cook. Can cook. Don't want to cook. That's me. You bring up bad memories for James. He had the, oh, worst, the worst celebrity Bake Off appearance of all time. Did you? Did you come last? Well, they don't make that official, but it was but implied. You did. Yeah, it was implied. Well, you, you could tell. No, yeah, it was really bad. What's your showstopper? Well, I made books. You park out of meringues. Yeah, I mean they were all showstoppers in a way, as in they should have stopped the show. <laughs> Was it that bad, James? It's pretty bad. Was it? Yeah, mine yeah. was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was fine. So we've got the full, we've got the full gamut here. The full I yeah. should have worn it, shouldn't I? I should have worn my style baby. Yeah, that would have been amazing. Can I tell you about my showstopper? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on. Let me hear about it. Mine was wonderful. My showstopper, it was all about your favourite bit of leisure time, mm. relaxing time. So, of course, everyone goes, oh, bath. You know, I have a glass of champagne in the bath. I thought, that is what I would do. But I wanted to think of something different Mm -hmm. about proper leisure time. So I made a cake like the size of a bath, not a big bath, but so that was the cake rather than a little one. And then I put fondant icing all the way through like a roll top bath and all of that. And then the champagne. Everyone else is boring, goes, oh, well, I bought this icing that's done in a champagne. Oh, no. So I got Rob Rinder to strip a Ken and a Barbie. I put Ken and Barbie in the bath. And then you had to pour a bottle of champagne into the bath and drink it out of straws before you're allowed to eat the cake. That's good. Right. See? 
Um, no, was Rob Rinder on the show yeah, with you? I was yeah. going to ask right. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounded... <laughs> that didn't just it sounded to like, happen. Well, we need to get Rob Rinder to strip a Ken in a bar because he's, <laughs> he's the guy who does that for he's people. He's the guy who yeah. will strip a Ken in a bar. And to be fair, I would yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I've met Rob Rinder. I'm sure he would happily strip a Ken in a bar for anyone who asked him. me. And then, and then what you had to do, and then you had to... Drink the champagne because it's like a party game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Drink the champagne and everyone's involved out of your straws, and then you chop the cake. And by that time, the champagne has kind of gone through the fondant ice and taken like a lot of the sugar through, and mm. it's not a dry cake; it's quite moist. Wow! Did you moist. come up with that yourself? Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, amazing. that deserves star bacon. Yeah. That does. I mean, I, I, I was nowhere near any of that. If, no. I'm, if I'm honest, I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest. <laughs> These yes. prawns, we haven't heard much about the prawns. We've moved on to the the. Well, the I sides. like the ones. You know when they say, when you order an Indian and they go, well, you can have like a normal prawn or you can have like a big, fat... Mm-mm. What? <laughs> prawn. Tandoori? <laughs> I do not know what word you are replacing. <laughs> well, you know, it's like with anything. Like when it's over the top, prawn. you go, it's a... Uh-uh. Fucking? A F-off dress. Or big, fat, fuck off prawn. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And they say that to you in the Indian restaurant, do they? You can have a normal no, no. prawn, but you can have a big fat fuck off prawn. <laughs> yeah, but everyone knows what that means, don't they? You know what you know is what it, I mean. No, well, no, we're, Immediately. No, t- 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 well, eventually, when we got down to what it was, yeah. is it is it um, off brand? And I think swear, it's Carol? very. I think that is very expressive. Yes, I, I don't want to. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah, it's like yeah. King the Queen, the baby of prawns. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Do people use that phrase? If you don't mind the me dwelling on it, bank. no, no, no. The fuck off, uh, fuck big fat fuck off prawn. Well, I do because no, I know people use it, but use <laughs> it to describe size. But is that because when you see it, it's so big, you go fuck off? Is that why? No, because it's a, it's a fond form of that. Yes, of those words. Yeah, and there's a big difference between like yeah. scowly yeah. version or like a happy oh, version. Fuck off. No, not like that. Uh, it's like a. You said it a little bit. What I love about this is that you've introduced this phrase into the conversation. But <laughs> you I'm not wanting to say it. You can swear on this podcast, but you don't want. But to, do you, you just... think your fan base would not like it if you swear? No, it's not that. I don't think about things like that. Tom O'Connor. Do you remember Tom O'Connor? Yes, yes. Tom O'Connor. Lovely Tom O'Connor. So Tom used to be on Countdown all the time in Dictionary yeah. Corner, yeah. and he always used to go ew like that because he could go. <laughs> so he said this story. So he went. He said he'd go. <laughs> went to a do, you know, and he, was doing, yeah. he said, and he went. He said, oh, when I went to this wedding, and uh, I said to the girl, oh, well, you know, oh, I've missed the bride. She said, oh, yes, she had a great dress, Tom. It was fantastic. And so it was like all dead white and it had a fuck off skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so every time, which I thought was brilliant yeah, description. Lovely, yeah. yeah. We all know what that means. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's just that's just the description of a wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> so every time Tom came in, he just used to do the thing with his hands. He's going from his go to go, here in a fuck off skirt. <laughs> so every time I think of it, I think of that. Yeah. I yeah. love scouts. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I was going to tell you a story about Scott. No, that's probably very weird. You can't tell that one. Is that the story of how you got your nickname? No, I'm not going to tell you that one. <laughs> that was a Leeds story. I want to get this nickname out of you. Well, you're not going to. I don't feel like you are. No, I don't think he is either. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. So just to recap, I mean, we'll, we'll recap all at the end, I guess. But, so, but, oh, I've got a funny, funny Scouse story. Yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Okay, really funny Scouse. Last time I went up there. So you've got to understand, I grew up in North Wales, mm-hmm. that bit strip of North Wales that's, you know, 
a, a third scouse, really. Yeah. Yes. Real, I went to school in. Or not. Oh, man. I had, a, you know gig, I had a bad gig there. Did you? Oh, yeah, they destroyed me. Really? Yeah, supporting Milton Jones, they absolutely destroyed me. Yeah. Did they? Heckled, the audience? They heckled me to high heaven. Yeah. They didn't, did they? Oh, yeah. They showed me. <laughs> You've never been back. I've never been back. I understand. So, Liverpool yeah. is up the road. Mm-hmm. So, you go to Liverpool for the yeah. night out and all that kind of thing. Last time I went, I went to a big do. It was Jamie Carragher. And um, it was to raise money for, uh, I think it was for a local hospice could have been a hospice but anyway it's this big Lovely. gig at the titanic hotel have you been mm-hmm. there uh-huh. stunning yeah. so about 500 people have paid money uh rod stewart was there pixie lot was singing or so, so not a huge venue uh-huh. but a lot of people so so rob was there was on the next table and i've known him for like years anyway part of the thing is you go don't you and then you go from table to table and you have selfies and all of that and everyone's good anyway come 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 <laughs> You know, and all of this. I absolutely loved it. So we go round, 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 round. The night's getting longer and uh-huh. longer. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah. And then I go to this, and this woman goes, Oh, Carol, come it, come it. Oh, it's Forders. She's going to the tape. She says, Come here, come, come here. So I'm going there, and we're like arm in arm, me and this woman. And she goes, See him there. And she pointed to this bloke on the table who was like, I don't know, in his 30s. <laughs> she said, She said, You've been in his wank bank for six years. Can he have a selfie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, I was going to say there's a lot of questions we can ask about that story, no. but I don't think we will. Nothing we know. I think yeah. I, I think we know the answer to it. That guy used to wank over. Well, six, six, year, six years is very specific. Yeah, I know. Anyway, yeah, I did have the selfie and told him not to laminate it. <laughs> Right, well, doesn't need to. It's obviously fine. There we go. That's life. <laughs> right on the um, that's life. That's Did you life. You should wrap up that anecdote by saying that's life. <laughs> anyway, that's life. It's no one else's life. I told, I told, I told, went over and told Rod. He said, Oh, I've got to go over and shake his hand. I said, I wouldn't have liked The dream drink, if we haven't put you off. I mean, do, I've just, done it, the Margo. So you can have that throughout. Yeah, you can have that throughout. Uh, but if you wanted yeah. another drink, do you switch it up ever? Well, I would, would you... I would drink champagne. Bollinger is my... We'll mm. give you a bottle of Bolly. Oh, yeah. thank you. We'll That's sling that on kind. there. Thank you. No problem. Well, I mean, we're kind of at the dessert, even though it's been it's been a roller coaster ride. Yes, yeah, been very... But you, you promised us more negotiations here. Yes. So... I am not going to say... Happily for you, cheese board. Thank you so much. Because I don't like cheese. No, dear. I, Good on you. I would eat it about once a year, mm-hmm. to have a cheese board. Yeah. Because I couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. But I'm also not into puddings. Okay. So this is, this is the negotiation because long lunch. So we started around 2, 2.30-ish. Oh, I'm a bit nervous about this. So now we're at about 6. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would go for a sort of very specific afternoon tea with, because mm. the restaurant, I live in Bristol, mm, yeah. and I've seen them serve afternoon tea with dry ice on it. So it okay. like, you know when it, um, what's they call it, when it's on like different levels? Yeah, yeah, like a tiered. Yeah, I know. Tiered I, yeah. thing. Yeah. And then they put dry ice and it all sort of tumbles. Yeah. Like that. Again, it's about the performance of yeah, the food, right? So, so I was thinking then I could have little mini this and mini that. Because I'm not into puddings, and I don't really understand why people eat puddings. What? 
Yeah, I, I understand why. When, no, I don't. But you're picking an afternoon tea, which presumably has like multiple different cakes and well, tarts I'm, I'm, on there, right? Well, I'm taking the sandwiches away. So that's exactly the yeah. point. So they'd be like the little things. You know that you buy Marxies for Christmas yeah. and you have 12 like little chocolate flapjacks yeah. or something like that. You put that. some of those on it's there. It's that, yes, yeah. so that then you can make it last for a couple of hours. And lovely, I could lovely. be kind and offer you my tiered oh. thing with the dry ice. And I would accept that invitation. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, then, yeah. So I think on it, I'd have, they're all the little mini ones. Mm. I'd have an eaten mess yeah. type of thing. I like that. Mm -hmm. A little trifle. I love trifle. A little trifle. Yeah. I do like a trifle. I used to be really good at trifles. Well, then you must understand why people eat desserts if you like a trifle. Well, yeah, but they get, you go, oh, I'll have a pudding, and then you have one thing. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Right, but you like dessert because you're... No, I don't, more often than not, I wouldn't have one. You are in the process of picking about five dif different desserts. Yes, I am. But they're ice. more tastes, Yes, I would say. little tastes. Little tastes. But when you described how much you like a trifle, you closed your eyes. You were like, yeah, I do oh, yeah. like a trifle. I used to make trifle all the time on a Sunday. Yeah. Back in the day. I was going to tell you about my stepfather. So he was a prisoner of war, Italian oh. prisoner of war. Oh. So my father was in the World, World War II, in the Dutch resistance, Vorderman. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they split up. And then and when I was about nine, my mum remarried in uh, North Wales. My dad, I called him, and I loved him, and he swore. Every third word he swore, and he was like loud, and he'd laugh all the time. And his name was Gabriel Rizzi. I called him my dad and my stepfather. So every Friday, we'd cook Italian food. And back in the 70s, you know, the only olive oil you could buy was from Boots Chemist. Mm -hmm. And it, that was, you warmed it up on a teaspoon, poured it in your ear to get rid of the wax. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Otherwise, it was like vegetable oil and butter is what people would uh, cook with. But my dad, on a Friday night, he'd get tomatoes pure, as he called it, tomato puree, because people couldn't buy that. But he went to Italy every year and brought back nice. like mm -hmm. gallons of olive oil and Italian food. And so he'd get steak, bash it with the hammer, and I would help him all the time on a Friday because I'd cook through the week, and then Friday was Italian night. We'd bash, 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 bash. And then we had proper parmesan, not stuff that you had in a in a dry tube that smelt like sick. Not like that. It was like proper grated Parmesan breadcrumbs because you'd save the bread from the week before and then mm -hmm. crumb it all and then mix it all up, beat an egg and then, so it's flattened steak and then you, I suppose it's like Milanese really mm -hmm. and then you put it in the egg and then put it in this like fresh breadcrumbs and Parmesan and then we fry it in olive oil. And then at the same time, you chop a lot of peppers up and then put it in this sort of, came almost sludgy really but it was so tasty of tomato puree and olive oil and it just used to sit on the arga cooker that he'd found in a house that he was doing up and brought it out and <laughs> placed it in and that was just bliss yeah, and that amazing. was like Friday yeah. night would yeah. Yeah. be that oh, and there was lovely. something lovely about you had the same thing on a Monday. Every mm -hmm. Monday you had mm -hmm. the same thing. Every Tuesday you had the same thing and of course you always back then because it wasn't processed food you had to cook it from fresh now everyone goes oh i cook from fresh well you had to then yeah yeah so he was brilliant there's something yeah. quite italian about these long lunches that you like as well it I feels quite mediterranean is. and yeah. yeah and sort of just chilled yeah. rather than being fussy about oh and have we had you know have they served us properly and all of that you just dig in yeah mm. and with these desserts you've got the trifle you've got the Eat a mess. Eat a mess. Yeah, lemon meringue I like as well. Lemon meringue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of those little chocolate flapjacks from M&S? No, I'm not keen on chocolate really. No? No, I'm cheap to keep, you see. 
You're cheap to keep. I am very cheap to keep. I do like a bit of ice cream. Uh-huh. And I do like lemony stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I said to Jules, my friend, who I was telling you about earlier, because she's disappointed she can't be here. And she said, I've got to choose food that she likes. And I said, no. But I she's said a, that I would allow the on the afternoon tea tiered thing. She's allowed yeah. to come for this bit. A Viennese world dipped in chocolate. Okay. Mm. Well, thank but you for I your contribution, it. Jules. Yeah. But thank she's Jules. weird. She likes things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. She got a nickname? Jules. Jules. <laughs> Jules. Jules. Julez, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think this. I was really scared for a bit there. We weren't going to get a dessert. It was going to be. No, another, a, I thought, I thought dessert. you were eating all the way through to dinner and having another meal, and I was going to, you no, know, not, not see any puddings here. But no, was... do you like a pudding? Love them. He loves do them. He eats sweet tooth. Yeah, I actually really. I, I think I'd go for something more like what you've picked, like little tastes of things. Tastes. Yeah. Yeah. And or then, the but we'd have to have, you know. You want that performance again, don't you? So the so whoever's waiting, you know, who's ever serving, I could offer you, James, mm-hmm. you could have a selection. But before that, we have to have more dry ice. Bring the dry ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you stocked up on dry ice. Don't would, worry. Would you? As fully the stocked. genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully stocked up on the dry ice. Marvellous. Maybe I'll bump in some more when you do the tablecloth trick. Now, yeah. does the dry ice not sort of trigger memories of... Stars in their eyes when they bring the dessert. Well, then, over. yeah. Well, it might cue that's me into why, the yeah. song. That's oh, yeah. why, um, if I may. Yeah. That's why the dessert is to share. Oh, I've seen what you did great. there. It's great. It's just good that, stuff. Oh, God, genius. Absolute out. genius Thank from you. this. Something spanky. Just cut that out, what was it? <laughs> retro spanky. Retro spanky. Yes, yes. <gasps> you could have a retro spanky pudding, couldn't you? Yeah. Retro spank. I'll have a retro spanky, please. That's what that guy calls it when he watches. Old episodes of I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, got access to the Retro Spank Bank. I, I hope I've remembered my PIN number. Well, the PIN number for the Retro Spank Bank is one big one and five small ones. You're very naughty. Good, isn't it? Good fun. Mine was an innocent tale. Carol. What? What are you talking about? It was an innocent though. tale. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was funny. No one was arguing it. We laughed a lot. But no it innocent tale has ever included go. the phrase you've been in this wank bank for six years. I know. Can I have a selfie? You That's said at the beginning, to be fair, yeah. don't you don't have to be polite with me. So well, I did, yeah. yeah, true, yeah. And, and I, I maintain that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to read your menu back to you now. See okay. how you feel about it. Okay, go on. So this is a long lunch. Long lunch. You would like sparkling water with a jug of fresh lime juice. Correct. Um, and you want Margot red wine from the beginning. You're tanking. I think so, yeah. Um, well, I'm not tanking, but, you know, yeah, I like Margot, yeah. Poblons yeah. of bread, you chose bread with yellow Welsh butter and salt yeah. crystals. Mm-hmm. Starter, part one of the starters, three scallops with the roe in their shells with garlic, butter and onions. Yeah, followed by a mini magician's trick. That's when you're doing the magician's trick. Yeah, that's the, no, oh, yeah, that's the, the mini one. The mini one with the mini shells. One with the, yeah. I think we made that quite clear. Yeah, I think yeah. it was very Absolutely clear. We discussed did. it for a with, while. With the shells. Second starter, big, we ain't really get into this, but big... Prawns, butterfly, chop. Proper name. Um, more yeah. onion. Big fuck off prawns. Yeah. Thank you. Would you ever have big fuck off butterflies prawned? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, cold yeah. up with like prawns. Yeah, yeah. Sides, lovely tomatoes and red onions. Correct. Mashed potatoes and sprouts. Yeah. Salt and pepper and butter. Lovely. Sprouts are in the microwave. I love sprouts. I literally, I some weeks I have like sprouts every night. Uh, so what? I will have a bag of sprouts, shove it in the microwave, and then I'll mix it with a little bit of curry or something like that. Curry and Cur- sprouts? Fucking hell, Gary. Fucking hell. Are you trying to join the astronaut in space? <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I love sprouts. Yeah. And, Rich, and Richard used to love sprouts. We were Christmas babies. So it's a, I think it's a thing. That's what I Christmas call sprouts. Babies. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Christmas babies. Christmas babies. That's yeah, why they're the king, the queen, and the Christmas sprouts. babies. So someone who said um, you don't eat too much bread because it really hits your stomach. <laughs> you're eating spr- sprouts no, mixed sprouts, pink curry. They're amazing. Yeah, oh, look, I love sprouts. I know delicious, sprouts. but like, you know, I've, I've never met someone who has sprouts every no, night. Sometimes mixed up with curry. I have an obsession with sprouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you're getting them here. Drink. Um, obviously, you're having the margot all the way through, but also chucking in a bo- bo- bottle of uh, bolly, bolly here. Yeah, definitely. And then the dessert, an afternoon tea, take the sandwiches away, and we've got, got a mini eat and mess, mini trifle, lemon meringue, a bit of ice cream, Viennese well dipped in chocolate for Jules, and it's all got dry ice coming out of it, which I'll top up whenever you're you top need. Up you're yeah. A genius. Yes. yeah, and then we're talking big tablecloth trick at the end. Yes. Yes. Straight and down into the bar. Then we're thrown out of the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you, then we chuck Boom! you out. Off to, off to the pub. Yeah. So I'm very happy. Yeah, that's a great menu. That sounds and I great. love that we've yeah, we've finally got a long, long lunch on the podcast. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much, Carol. Well, thank you both. Thank you, Carol. I'm hungry now. Well, there we are, James. A fantastic chat and a brilliant menu from Carol Vorderman. An episode for the Wank Bank. It was lovely to have Carol in the dream. Sorry, I hold my hands up. I don't know what that phrase means. I was, I was pretending when Carol was talking about it, but I'll have to look it up later what it means. I assume okay. it's positive. Yeah, it's it work. Yeah. So I'm I'm using it, but I, I'll, I'll look it up later. Yes. Okay. Thank you, James. Uh, Carol, of course, did not uh, say alphabetti spaghetti, so Thank she you, can Carol. stay well within the dream restaurant. Uh, and it was lovely to chat to Carol and her new book, Perfect Ten. Quiz book. Carol Vorderman's Perfect Ten Quiz Book is out on the 14th of September. Check out the podcast as well. Perfect Ten with Carol Vorderman. Yes, go and check out all of that stuff. Also, if you like books, I've got one coming out Ooh. in October. Ed Gamble is the name of the author, and the book is called Glutton, the Multicourse Life of a Very Greedy Boy. That will be available everywhere you get books. You can pre-order now. Uh, you can pre-order the audio book, which will be available from all those yes. places. Uh, just go and buy it. It's good. It's going to be so good. I know it's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to getting it. Thank you. Um, also, if I may, I'm on tour and we've announced uh, new dates for, for next year. Mm. Uh, there's still tickets for them. So, you know, if you live in Liverpool, Nottingham, and some other places that I can't remember, yes, then please come along. If you live in Liverpool and you, you see there's tickets available, you'll probably go, oh, there's fuck off loads of tickets left. Yeah, yeah, very good. Something like that. That's a back reference to something Carol did, by the way. I'm not being offensive. Yes, yes. If you're one of those people who skips to the outro, skips it because love the outro. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Oh, I'm on tour next year. Oh, Ed Gamble, hot diggity dog. Uh, EdGamble.co.uk for tickets. Uh, Going everywhere. Also, massive shout out to Dalesford Organic for Ooh. sending us a hamper. We once complained that they accidentally sent a hamper to the office, meaning uh, meaning to send it to someone else. And we loved all the look of the stuff in there, but we had to give it mm-hmm. back to the people who actually uh, deserved it. Yeah. Uh, well, that worked. Yes. And now we got a hamper. Can't believe it's happened. We've been divvying it up between uh, between records today. Yes. It looks like uh, Ed's got the cannolis and I've got the Florentines. Well, I've got one pack of cannolis and then I'm perfectly happy to... Um, give Benito a pack of cannolis. Yeah, yeah. Because when you say divvying up, what happened is Benito left the room, and then we and then we really started raiding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. started. I talking. gave him a cheese as well. Oh, that's nice of you. But I shouldn't really be eating cheese. No, shouldn't it... have cheese at home. 
because I'll eat it like an apple, I'll eat it like a hand fruit. Yeah. So, um, do you want some more cheese, Benito? I imagine you're hoping that he says no, though. Yeah, what no, you want I the want, cheese? I want to take the cheese home and go. Oh, we were given this, and it would be such a waste. Chop it up, put it yeah. in your fruit salad. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Listen to this Acast show ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Sarah Pascoe. And I'm Carrie Adloyd. You might remember us from the peak of our careers, appearing on the excellent Off Menu podcast. It's the greatest we've ever felt, and we know we'll never achieve that again. But if you remember those episodes and enjoyed what we did, you might be a fan of our book choices and our new comedy podcast, Sarah and Carriad's Weirdos Book Club. Imagine us not talking about food, but talking about books. But with the comedians you know from Off Menu, like Nish Kumar, John Kern, Sophie Duca, and more. We're not copying them, we're doing our own thing. It's totally different. It's about books. It's about books. There's no genies involved. It's a space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. <laughs> Just like James A. Custer's bedroom. <laughs> a place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club, but doesn't like wine or nibbles. You can read along, share your opinions, or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank, Thank you, you for, for reading, reading with us. We like reading with <laughs> Got you. Got the ending one as well. <laughs>